Yes, indeed. This is the Lover and the Fighter podcast. JC, brother love, that's me. Fighter and the former DT, Dean Thomas, that is he. Fighter, coach, corner, broadcaster, analyst, comedian, now celebrity impersonator, <laughs> the Herb Dean Pitt. For those that haven't seen on Instagram, is on a night. Because you don't even speak, and that's probably the best part, is that you just have Herb Dean's mannerisms down so perfectly that you don't even need to know who you're doing an impression of to know who you're doing an impression it's of. It's crazy, too, because like I didn't even really study him all that much. It was just like it was, the natural easy, thing? It was just easy for some me. People like, are, I saw, some I people, saw him, and I was just like, I can I do that. Some, and plus, you've watched him so much yeah, in the last 20 oh, years. For sure. That you know his shoulders are high, yeah. and his arms hang low, right? and, and he, kind of, he kind of stalks. Right. Like he walks. Yeah. Right? Like those are like some of those little small quirks. I was like, all right, I can get this. He kind of moves like um, when they had that uh, hoax video of Bigfoot. And yeah. with the long arms, <laughs> right, 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 right. kind of the stalking walk, <laughs> yeah. and the high shoulders. <laughs> exactly. There you have it. It is UFC 281 Saturday night ESPN Plus P per view. Remember, um, Dean's picks and the true X and O insight is available on the premium version of this podcast over at UFCFightPass.com, where you just subscribe and then you click on the podcast. You'll find Lover and the Fighter there. It's the premium version of this. But let's look at this card as a whole. Dean Thomas, you'll be on the broadcast. Which fight, aside from the main co-main or the people's co-main, which would be Poirier and Chandler, which fight are you most interested in because you think, oh, this one might get good? I really, so I really do like the Dan Hooker, Claudio Poirier's fight. Really? Yeah. And Hooker here, a favorite. And Hooker's the favorite, but I like Claudio Poirier's. I like him because he went out. And he beat Clay Guida, and afterwards he said on the mic, he was like, "Yo, why don't y'all give me a job on you know on on a Spanish broadcast?" And the week later, he was on the Spanish broadcast. Squeaky wheel get the grease, right? So for that reason, I I just became a fan of his. So I'm I'm looking forward to watching. Does it remind him. you of you and your grind? Does it remind you of you when the ask you, you can't receive, you don't yeah, ask? Yeah, you just ask for it. And he asked on a platform that it was almost like you kind of had to, you know, right. he didn't like he didn't show up like at the door and was like like a small little note he. Said it on the broad, like kind, yeah. kind of like when Benil Darouche uh, won the fight and said, "Hey, Elon Musk, uh, my wife ordered a Tesla five months ago. We still ain't get it yet." Right, and, and then, then a week later, the car was in the driveway, exactly with a bow on it. <laughs> exactly. So you have to do that when you had those opportunities. So and and he's a, just a fantastic grappler. So I'm looking forward to that fight. And, and again, you know, the true insight in the picks over at UFC Fight Pass, but you made it pretty clear there that uh, you actually like the dog, Pues, in this fight. Yeah, yeah, I do. You do. yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, Frankie Edgar, Chris Gutierrez. This is on the. Uh, that's the first fight of the main card, and that's one of those fan favorite things to get you to tune in to buy the. Like the scheduling's intentional. Mm-hmm. You put Frankie Edgar there so people buy it, get it. It's not too late, and then they feel satisfied. They got you know five cards on that. For Frankie Edgar, um, I, you do speak very highly of him, particularly in a division that you fought yourself um but this is one of those kind of like appreciate it folks it's a farewell it's like one of those great bands they're not what they used to be but you still love the hits and you want to say goodbye oh absolutely and to be able to do this at madison square garden which is not too far from tom's river new jersey where he grew up oh, for and sure so the fact that he gets to do this here is great and when when biggie comes on when that song comes out and he comes running out of the tunnel i think that place is going to erupt because i was oh. there when roxanne Matafari. When she retired and the place was like was hyped for her, so I can you, I can only imagine how it's going to be for Frankie Edgar 
you know, just miles away from his house. He looks like De Niro. He looks like he was the co-star in A Bronx Tale. Yeah. He's Frankie. Yeah. Edgar. Yeah. Tom's River, New Jersey. The little guy. I mean, he is New York. He is all those things. He's the darling of this car. For sure. And it's his And everybody tour. loves him. Like, there's, yeah. there's never been a bad thing ever said about Frankie Edgar. No. So everyone loves him. Let's go to the, this is the People's Championship, if you will. There's not a title on the line, but the lightweight division, Justin Poirier and Michael Chandler. And these are two guys that aren't getting to fight for a title. And as you've mentioned many times before, there's really nobody else left for them because they're not going to fight down. They're going to fight up. They're going to be main events or co-main events in this spot, co-co-main, if you will. But this is one that people are excited about. Um, this is one of those I woke up and chose violence kind of a fights. Yeah, I mean, we we all love these guys. And these are the darlings of the division. These are, you know, very yeah. high-profile fighters. And and we all love them. And I think the, the fans deserve this. This this fight is definitely a Madison Square Garden fight. I mean, you couldn't have made a, you couldn't have made a, a better fight for yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, this isn't one for a fight island. No, this is not fight island. Orlando. This is, they, this, no. No, no, no. This no. is not a fight night type of This is a no. pay-per-view fight. Yeah. And it's this one that I mean, this you could even had this at co-main event and did it five rounds. Oh, for sure. But, but the fact that it is three rounds just means it's going to be a little bit more intense. For sure. Um, Poirier and Chandler. We saw the them get into it a little bit. Um, I forget which card it was. It wasn't that long ago. Um, is it possible that um, some of that beef's manufactured, or do these guys really just? Is it a case of I don't like you, or I think I have to prove to you? I'm not sure you realize what level I'm on. I think it was more so. I have to prove to you. I don't think okay. you realize that you're not on my level. Gotcha. And I think Poirier was trying to prove that to, to Chandler because I don't think Chandler even cares. <laughs> Poor, he doesn't care. <laughs> he don't care. No. Uh, Poirier minus 230 favorite in this spot. That line might be slightly. Yeah, um, I think that's a little we'll high. We'll get, I, we'll get your pick I over think, at UFC I, I just, I'll, I will say this. Yeah. I think that line's a little high. Okay. All right. Um, we'll Again, we'll get uh, your picks at UFC Fight Pass, a premium version of this podcast. To the co-main event of the evening, Carla Esparza, uh, Wei Lee. This is one that you want to kind of make sure that you're in your seat or that you're back from the bathroom or you got your beer because I get the feeling that it's going to be total domination. And again, you'll give your official pick over there, but this is this, there's just there's levels to this, and Wei Lee's on a different level. I think so. I mean, but you never know. Like Carla Esparza can shock you. Carla Esparza. What, like, what, how could she do that in this Car- fight? How Carla could she? Esparza has the wrestling pedigree to be able to hold you down and control you and do and just keep you there and just slow things for down. five rounds for five i mean it's it's possible i mean she she essentially kind of did that to rose i mean she made rose fight a completely different out of character fight mm-hmm. so she has the ability to slow things down and just make them slow and just kind of kind of bore you to sleep in a way but i mean that's that's what wins that's how she wins and she's won a lot of very close decisions doing that the two largest favorites and therefore dogs on this card are both women's fights your girl molly mccann is the biggest dog of the entire card and carla esparza is champion plus 280 on the comeback she's just 30 bucks behind the second biggest dog on the card yeah i mean that's fascinating I find that to be kind of kind of interesting, but I, but I think it also speaks to the divisions that there are, like you said, there's levels to this, mm-hmm. and I think that in the women's divisions, you those levels are a little bit more pronounced. You and, can see them, and, and this is going to be in all likelihood apparent. But then again, Whaley got caught with a kick. She went out to Rose right. and, and you know it was funny, and, and I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why like some people can underestimate her. Because she got caught with that kick, and then after that kick, 
her whole fighting style changed. I think she lost some confidence. But her last fight, that confidence was back. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. was on fire that last fight. Yeah. She is a beast without question. Dean Thomas's official fight picks on the premium version of this podcast. That's at UFCFightPass.com. Uh, let's take a quick gander at the main event of the evening. First of all, you spent a little time, not with Israel Adesanya, but rather with Alex Pereira. This is the main event, middleweight strap. Adesanya looking to retain the title. Pereira saying, I beat you a couple times boxing, one by points, one by KO. Let's see if I can't get you a third time here with the lighter gloves on. Um, but with that said, you spent a little time with Pereira. What do you see in him that uh, you think he might have a legitimate chance here to upset one of the greats? I mean, I've been around a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. and Hey, now. <laughs> but what about with fighting, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought, Let's I, go I back thought to we, I thought we were talking about something else. Right. No, but I've been around a lot of fighters. And I got to tell you, like, just the moments I've spent with him and to, to watch him just live in his world was impressive because everything revolved around fighting. Like, his entire universe revolves around fighting. By choice. By choice. And, like, getting better and you know, improving his skill sets and doing little things to just make him a better fighter. And he's got a focus and a concentration about him that I don't see on many guys. We haven't seen Israel Asanya inside the cage, certainly not as a top contender or champion, lacking confidence or a sense of, you've got something that, that I want. But there is history between these two. And Pereira won those fights. Now, some say, well, the, the smaller gloves benefit is Adesanya. How so? Well, I don't think they do. I think they benefit... I think they benefit Pahana. You do? I do. Okay. I think because it's harder to block uh-huh. when you have smaller gloves. Sure. So it should benefit Pahana. So, like, some of the shots that but – but what does benefit Adesanya is the length and the distance that he can fight from in MMA. I think he's going to try to – he can stay away. But the smaller gloves certainly benefit Pahana because, like, some of the shots that you can block with big gloves, you can't block they with get small through. gloves. They get through. They get through. Um, you're right. There is levels to this. And I learned, you know, we often learn what we're made of in that moment. Earlier today, Stone Labanowitz, a teammate of ours here at ESPN West Palm, he attacked me. He jumped me from behind, gave him a foot stomp. And then I went and took his neck and I had him in a guillotine. And I was on my back and I had him. And I let go for just a second out of pity. I thought he was done. He wasn't. And I had to tap Dean Thomas because I was being tickled and I was going <laughs> to pee my pants. There's levels because I've done. I've done I've- Listen, you pee your pants in the cage? Yeah, I have when they tickle me. All right. But so tickling should not be allowed. But in, there's no rule against it. There's no rule against it. In the unified it, rules, there's no there's rule. There's no rule against it, but it should not be allowed because, like, that is my kryptonite. Think about it as a strategy. I know. Just start tickling people. Just start tickling people. Like, literally, I was controlling that fight in the hallway. Our boss turned her back because she didn't want to see this happening in the workplace. And, and Stolen Band, which is just a year removed from college football, he's a strong kid. He's a great athlete. And so he then resorted to tickling me in my ribs, and I had a choice to make. Am I going to pee my pants in front of every one of my coworkers, <laughs> or am I going to say, all right, all right, all right that's enough? I would, and I, I would, Listen, I would have did the same thing. I totally would have <laughs> did the same thing. I don't like being tickled, and it happens often. Like, when people just touch me, it's, it's yeah. very ticklish. But doing jujitsu is not normally like that, and it takes a, a person like Stone Labanowitz to yeah. just kind of break the rules and start tickling in a jujitsu match. But the problem is, it's not in the rules that he can't. I know. So he's a smart today, smart of him to exploit that weakness. I don't know his scouting on that, how he knew. Yeah, that's, but that's, that's dirty. That's, yeah. as, that's about as low as it goes. He's been talking to the Latinas in my life because they know. No, they no, no. Know. They, 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 they told him. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. A no. couple weeks. Well, that's for another day. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, get Dean's picks and further insight over at UFCFightPass.com um, for this UFC 281 fight card. For Dean, 
Brother Love saying thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. Oh, by the way, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. Remember, this show's free. The other one's not. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time for the next episode of Love and the Fighter Podcast.